Welcome to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. I'm your host, Michaela from MichaelaJ.com. I'm a manifestation mindset coach and blogger. If you're ready to dive in deep, get real AF about your beliefs, and manifest the life of your dreams, then you're in the right place. I'm dishing out everything you need to go from broke to bougie, first class to world class. If your hashtag life goals involve luxury, travel, and being the boss of your own life, then get ready to embrace your mindset, magic, and manifestation powers. Let's do this. Hey guys, what is up? I'm literally sitting in the airport as I'm recording this. Um, I'm heading back home from my Vancouver solo fall break trip, which has been so magical and just so many takeaways and lessons we'll have to chat about over on the gram. Maybe I'll do an Instagram live about it or I don't know. No, I'm sure it'll be up on the blog. So it's been wonderful. If you didn't get to follow along with my Instagram stories, I do have like a Canada highlight. So just go to my Instagram at the Michaela J and that's with J A I and see it all there. So today's podcast episode is really exciting because it's one of my clients that I've been working with since the beginning. Her name is Becca and I just love her to pieces. She came to Greece and she's in my group program and just such a doll. Love her so much. So you guys are going to love this episode. She gives so many tips about feeling worthy in your manifestations, which is so important because if you don't feel worthy or deserving, you're not going to receive it. So it's a great, great episode. But two things first. One, this episode is sponsored by my daily ritual, the Mindset Magic and Manifestation Daily Ritual mini course. So this is only 37 bucks and I'm taking you through everything you need to know to have an efficient morning routine from the four most important elements you need to hit every single day to taking inspired action on projects with an actual formula so you know how to take inspired action as well as money habits to get into so you can really tap into the abundant version of yourself. So I will leave that in the show notes for you guys and yeah, check it out. Love on it. Do it. Live it. I'm actually going to be adding another module about my bath ritual to it soon. So if you purchase it, it will show up in your dashboard when that is finished. So love that in the show notes. And then today's spiritual splurge actually comes from my Vancouver trip. So while I was here, I decided I wanted to try out something a little bit new, um, kind of like another self-care thing, but like next level. So what did I do? I went and got a blowout at Dry Bar because we don't have Dry Bar in Nebraska. And so I couldn't not take advantage of it. And it's in Nordstrom. Like, oh, just, I love Nordstrom. It's one of my favorite stores. It has such a luxurious feel to it. And I always like to sit at the E-Bar and get like a vegan pastry and their coffee's good and they do latte art. So it's just a good experience. And then the fact that they have Dry Bar there is so amazing. So this week's spiritual splurge is dry bar going and getting a blowout. They wash your hair, condition it, put in all the good products. They do a little bit of blow drying and then ask for a beachy times messy, like big Lucy curl look, because that's what I get. And then they do the texture spray, get the dry shampoo so you can make it last for the whole week basically. And oh, the airport's making noise. (laughs) Okay, after the airport interruption, we are back. So, okay, dry bar, where were we at? Yes, beachy messy curls, get the dry shampoo, get the texture spray. It smells literally amazing, and that's what can fluff up your um, blowout a couple days later. So this is kind of a spiritual splurge because you're in this really high vibe environment. It's branded super cute. They play movies like they were playing Clueless and Bring It On, and it's just super cute and a really 
good environment to zone out. You can also multitask. You can just be on your phone. You could probably bring your computer, get work done while they're doing your hair, um, talk to the hairdresser. It just feels really high vibe and really elevated. I felt so up-leveled while I was there. I was like, wow, I am never washing my own hair again. It's just super relaxing. You can even get like a head massage. So the spiritual splurge of the week is to go get yourself a blowout. They're honestly not that expensive. It was in Canadian dollars, but I think us it would be like 40 bucks maybe so definitely go do that this week and without further ado let's get into the episode hey you guys we are back with another podcast episode welcome hey hello it's me and today i am accompanied by one of my lovely lovely clients Becca. And Becca is a blogger at Cheers to a Good Life blog. Um, She's a newly found life coach, which is really exciting. I would say she's a self-love expert and the host of a brand new up-level podcast, which is going to bring you all the goods about manifestation, self-love, self-care, all of the goods. And like I said, one of my fabulous, fabulous clients. So Becca, welcome. Hi, I'm so excited to be here and this is like a dream come true could you not (laughs) love that well we are excited to have you and you are going to teach my audience so many good things today including myself all about self-love and actually just a random thing in here um i did my like new moon ritual last night and i wrote down that i wanted to kind of redefine what self-love and self-worth meant to me over the course of this next moon cycle um just because Mm -hmm. i feel like i could go deeper like i feel like we all have this sense of self-love and it's very surface level so i'm really excited about this to hear what you have to say with the millions of questions I've prepared for you. So that's just a random side note, but. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I'm excited to dive in and explore self-love from a different perspective and when, you know, aligning it with manifestation and law of attraction. Um, So it's going to be, I think, a really juicy episode. Yes. So good. Okay. We're going to kick it off with my iconic speed dating question. So what is your horoscope sign? I'm a Sagittarius. Love that. Do you feel like you're more of like the passive side of Sagittarius or like the fiery side? Ooh, um, I think I have the like the more passionate side when it comes to traveling and like just wanting to explore and have adventure. The passive side when it comes to more of like the relational aspect, like Sagittarius's are not committed people. And I feel like <laughs> I'm more committed than the average Sagittarius. Love that. Do you know your rising sign? No, I only know my moon sign, which I'm a Taurus. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Okay, well, we'll have to look up your rising sign. We'll have to do like a full like chart reading for you because I'm interested to see. Yeah, I agree. Okay, are you a morning or a night person? I am for sure a morning person. Wasn't always that way, but now I'm like definitely a morning person. Yeah. What like flipped the switch for you? Um, I think finding like a really good routine and just sticking to it. So mine was like because I was going to work and had to be up by a certain time. Um, but then like now I've been working out in the mornings. And so I just got really used to like waking up in the morning and like going about my routine. And when I don't have that, I feel completely off. So now I just like naturally wake up earlier. I'm literally. Otherwise I'll just have like, yeah, I'll have like anxiety about it. Like I feel 
two steps behind when I don't have my morning <laughs> planned out. Yeah, I just did uh, Instagram Live today with my friend Bree talking about morning routines. And I was like, I am a crazy person when I don't have my two hour morning routine. Like waking up late is anxiety inducing. <laughs> it really is the worst. But that goes really well into the next question. Do you have a morning practice? I do. I would say it probably takes me about 45 minutes to go through all of my my extra morning routine. So not just like brushing your teeth and brushing your hair, but like my journaling and my scripting and affirmations, like it takes about 45 minutes. And I yeah. love it. I kind of want to like make it even more extra because that's just who I am as a person. Yes. We love making things extra over here. Um, I'm totally the same way where I'm always like adding to it and being like, how can I make this more obsessive about myself? Like <laughs> what else can I add? <laughs> And that's why I just added um, doing a bath ritual and I'm obsessed. So you should try it. Definitely. Yeah. Love that. Okay. Where's the favorite place that you've traveled to? Ooh, I think as a whole, I really loved traveling through Ireland. It was so gorgeous and everyone was so nice. Um, but my favorite city that I've been to is actually Edinburgh in Scotland. It was like the coolest place I've been. So twofold answer for you. Ireland is in general. Yeah. What did you, what was like your favorite part about both of them? So, um, for Edinburgh, it was my, during my solo trip, I went on a solo trip to oh. Europe and it was the first city that I felt really comfortable in. I felt like I found my footing. And so I think I just walked like through the streets with just this confidence and this like assuredness that I can do it. I can solo travel. I can like handle myself. And then it's also really beautiful. So it's like this combination of personal growth and then just like gorgeous, beautiful castles and like this huge, beautiful hill. And it's just beautiful place. And then with Ireland, I think I loved the people. They were just overly friendly. They were so exceptionally kind and took time to get to know us and so I think that relational part when I was traveling um in Ireland was just so intense and so wonderful mm, I love that and I love the combination of like growing and traveling like that will always be my first love kind of that combination because travel brings mm -hmm. so much growth especially when you're alone like I'm going to Vancouver Canada this weekend alone and I'm so excited <laughs> <laughs> it's so like traveling alone is so uh, rewarding like it's very scary it, it takes guts to be by yourself in a foreign country or a different city but mm -hmm. you'll just gain so much confidence and so much like I don't know just the security in yourself that you can handle things you can navigate your way and you'll be fine yeah it's like the next level of confidence because well first of all it's just you and your thoughts and maybe you talking to yourself if you're like me I talk to myself all the time um and like <laughs> if you're being really bold like talking to strangers so it just forces you into a very different environment and you're like completely reliant on, on upon yourself unless you know somebody there uh, which I don't really actually my business coach is there but yeah and so it's just it's a whole experience it's so cool yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree. Love that. Okay. I'm really excited to see what you pick for this question because I know a ton of your manifestations. So I'm interested to see what you think is the coolest thing you've manifested. 
this is actually so hard to pick from, which would say <laughs> something about how much I've learned from you that I like mm-hmm. had a list. Um, I say the coolest thing I've manifested is actually uh, a really healthy and secure relationship. Yeah. So that was one of my big things that I wanted was a boyfriend. <laughs> and it sounds like really sad when I say it that way, but I wanted <laughs> to manifest someone intentionally instead of just kind of dating casually. And then lo and behold, this person came into my life and he literally fits the description for every single thing that I had wrote down that I wanted. So that's been the really coolest thing. I think there's something extra special when you manifest a person versus, Mm -hmm. you know, just some really cool, like designer shoes, which was on my list that I had (laughs) on boyfriend Louboutins, which one? (laughs) (laughs) How can I decide? (laughs) I know, but no hard decision. I love that. That's just so cool. And it, I think it's really interesting to hear that somebody's actually done it because like you hear it online from like randos or from like, I don't know, people who have been in law of attraction for a really long time. They're like, Oh, I manifested this partner. Um, but it doesn't feel relatable until you like know somebody who's young, who's actually done it. So it's super cool that you have. And so you guys, if you want to manifest a boyfriend or a girlfriend, hit up Rebecca (laughs) for the tips. (laughs) It's totally true though. I was like, first I felt really weird saying it out loud because I'm like, this makes me sound like I just am incapable of getting a partner on my own. But it's really like we're so, you know, aligned with the universe that the universe is going to give us a person that's that right vibrational match. And if we're not being intentional about it, we can have people that really don't fit that future for us. So coolest thing by far that I've manifested. Um, I'm really happy in my relationship and um, learned a lot about myself so far in, in dating again. Yeah. And it's cool that you said, um, you were like almost telling yourself just so many stories like, oh, this sounds weird or like, oh, I might sound crazy or like, I'm trying to manifest a partner. Who am I? You know, it's just all of these stories we kind of have to unwind. And when we manifest things intentionally, I think that's truly when our limiting beliefs come out. Like that's when they're coming out to play. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. when you're trying to manifest something big, you guys, make sure you take note of the stories that are coming up and rewire them. Be like, it's okay. This is what I want. It doesn't matter what the story is. Well, it matters because you have to work through it, but you can rewrite that. Yeah, absolutely. You just get to that point where you, you know, you decide to go for it and it doesn't, it doesn't matter because this is your life. It's what you want. You shouldn't keep holding yourself back from it. Mm -hmm. We love that. Okay. What is your favorite luxury splurge? Okay. The first thing that pops in my mind is I just have like this obsession with hydrofacials. They are like a really luxurious type of facial that you can get and they have helped my skin so much. And I really love, and I'm obsessed with skincare and spend like way too much money on skincare. (laughs) Um, And then I would also say I really love like designer shoes. Like I just bought um, Jimmy Choo's and I'm like, ah, finally. So I just love looking at them in my closet. Like They're just so beautiful. They're my children. I bet you're going to have to send me a picture. I didn't see that, that you bought them. I don't know if you posted. Yeah. I'm waiting till they get here and I can hold them and it's real. Oh, that you haven't gotten them yet. Yeah. I just bought them. Like I ordered them online. Yeah. (gasps) Oh my God. I can't wait to see them. That is just amazing. Okay. Tell me more about this facial. What is it like? Basically it's like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like, they they just kind of take all of the 
sounds really gross. All <laughs> of the oils and bacteria in your skin and just it's like a hydrofacial so it's very um hydrating but they use water and stuff and pull it out of your skin so it gets all of your impurities and oils out of your skin it just leaves you feeling like super clear skinned and clean it's amazing but it does um it is a luxury facial so that's where <laughs> I think that's my luxury splurge because I'm I just love it so much, but um, it definitely is something that I think every person should treat themselves to because your skin is an investment and, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with splurging a little bit on some skin care and preventative aging. Totally. And like, we only get this sack of skin once, might as well do it right. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Love that. I'm going to have to look up if they do that in Lincoln somewhere or even Omaha. Maybe Vancouver. Maybe that could be a project for my weekend. Find a place to go on hydrofacial. Okay, <laughs> what is your favorite book? Oh, um, my favorite book. This is so tough because I read quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I really love this. Um, it's a classic book. It's called East of Eden by John Steinbeck. Um, because one of my favorite quotes is from that, and it says, "Now that you don't have to be perfect, you can be good." And I think of that quote all the time. Um, just that when you relinquish yourself from perfection, you can focus on goodness and kindness um, and what a great gift that is to give yourself. So that's probably my favorite book and made a really big impact on me when I was reading it. I think it was like a required book that I had to read, <laughs> which I actually read. Sometimes I was like, the second someone told me it was required reading, I'm like, never mind, I don't right. want to do it. So yeah, I, I really recommend that book if you want you you know kind of like switch things out from contemporary novels Mm, okay cool I've never heard of that one so I'm gonna have to look it up after this I get the best book recommendations doing these episodes (laughs) (laughs) okay and our last speed dating question is what is your go-to coffee or tea order at the moment Ooh, so when I go to Starbucks because that's pretty much where I go every day um I've been getting like a cold brew with half and half creamer and a shot of sugar-free cinnamon dolce syrup and it's so good but also pretty low in carbs so if you're watching your carbs check this one out um it's delicious the cinnamon is like perfection I love it I literally love that drink. I get the same thing, just no half and half. I, I really like black coffee. So yeah, I've mm-hmm. heard that before. It's so good. The cinnamon dolce is just next level. <laughs> it is. Like I've tried the vanilla and I wasted my time. I should have just stuck with the cinnamon because it worked. <laughs> I've done the sugar-free caramel, which was really nasty. I would not recommend that to anyone. And I like the sugar-free vanilla because I like really plain but I prefer mm-hmm. sugar-free vanilla in like the nitro cold brew. I don't know. I'm such a yeah. Job. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Okay, so let's dive into all the juicy stuff. Um, tell us a little bit, or a lot of it, actually, about your personal development journey up until this point. Absolutely. So I guess I would preface this with I've always been someone that's interested in like improving myself just since I was in high school like I always wanted to improve whether it was in grades or it was you know my personal development so I think I've always had this interest in it but it wasn't until about two almost two years ago now um, that I started going to therapy and that's really when I would say my personal development journey started because 
I learned so much about myself, about my family, about my friends, just going through, um, you know, therapy and going and learning about psychology and the way that we interact with each other and the way we communicate. And it was super fascinating. Um, I'm a big advocate for therapy for everyone, regardless of how great or, you know, how much struggle you currently have in your life, just because it allows you to work through past issues that gives you a good um, objective person in your life that can, you know, help you see things from different perspectives and really gains no, no value, you know, from lying to you or <laughs> telling you things that you want to hear. They really will help you, um, you know, explore different perspectives. So I started going through therapy, was going once a week, and I think it was probably like February or March that I found you, your blog, and um, <laughs> up until then, I had heard like a little bit of manifestation. Like, I'm not the person that watched The Secret or read The Secret, um, still haven't to this day. <laughs> so my first introduction, like hardcore introduction, was when you started talking about manifestation on your blog, and Yay. I was like, this like it really piqued my interest because I felt at that point like I had healed so much from things in my childhood but I was still like unfulfilled in my life so here I did all this hard grunt work and therapy and then I wasn't sure how to get to that next level how do I you know progress forward and get those things that I want um and so manifestation was just the answer to that so I remember I would like start manifesting um just small things I'd be like you know what I'm gonna wear this outfit and someone's gonna compliment me on it and so I would <laughs> write that in my journal in the morning and stay on that high vibe and then someone would sure enough say something about my outfit or give me a compliment um and I would just do little things like that and then when I wanted to take it further was I wanted to manifest like some high vibe friends and then I like we met and we did the grief retreat and I feel like you and Hannah are like my girls now and yes. um, I've certainly had that come true and I wanted the relationship and I manifested that and so now I'm just kind of going from being someone that learned so much from other people to someone that's helping educate other people you know right now in my own life or with a client helping them discover this connection between you know, manifestation and personal development um, in terms of like healing and, and self-love. Mm, love that. I also didn't really know that I was your intro to manifestation until you had posted that on your blog and literally cried, like literally tears. <laughs> like, oh totally God. true. <laughs> you, I, you were like my first intro. Oh, that just, I could cry thinking about it now. I just remember posting like those first few blog posts about manifestation and I was like oh my god people are gonna think I'm a weirdo like I wasn't very spiritual at the time and it was like I don't know I just was so nervous but I just knew I had to put it out there and sure enough it found the right people and here we are so that just makes me so happy um what do you it feel like was <laughs> sorry go oh, ahead sorry <laughs> oh no it should because you really like I tell people I manifested manifestation. It sounds really weird, but I was craving something in my life that would help me, would help propel me forward. And the universe gave me that. So just like a little side note, you buy yeah. manifestations because you manifested it. 
Literally. And it's so crazy that we manifest things before you even know what manifestation is. Like my paid college, easily a manifestation way before I knew what it was. And like looking back, Mm -hmm. I'm like, damn, like I was powerful. (laughs) (laughs) It's just crazy. Um, Okay. So I was going to ask, what do you feel like was a big turning point in your journey? I would say actually admitting to myself the limiting beliefs surrounded um, by my desire to manifest my significant other. Mm-hmm. I think that's when I really realized the connection between self-worth and manifestation. Um, they, you know, it's something that we talk about. I know that you've talked about it extensively um, and that there's other, you know, manifestation educators out there that have talked about it but you truly have to feel worthy of your manifestations um, in order for the universe to provide them to you and I think that was the turning point when I realized I had all of these negative stories and limiting beliefs that I clung to and in order for me to manifest someone that I wanted that fit that criteria I had you know written down in my journal like I had to let go of them and I had to make peace with myself and all of those ways that I was hurting or all of those ways that I had limited myself in the past. So that to me was the turning point in, and not just my manifestation journey, but just my own, you know, my own life, like realizing that I had these limiting beliefs, admitting them to myself and then letting them go, you know, that, that was crucial. Yeah. And I love that. And the way I kind of like to touch on worthiness is really through identifying our next level self and then journaling about why we deserve that, why it's safe to, to have that, why it's safe to have your manifestations, why you deserve them. Because like you said, you have to feel like you deserve it or it's not going to come because then you don't believe it. And that's the whole part of manifestation is that you need to believe it before you can see it. You need to feel it before you can have it. So that's so important. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm right there with you. I love that. Okay. So what does self-love mean to you and why is it important? That's a great question. I would say that to me, self-love starts with self-acceptance. So accepting who you are, accepting, you know, not just your outside and what you look like, but also, you know, your personality, if you're introverted, extroverted, and just being at peace with them. And then the next step would be self-love and that's just loving those things, you know, really feeling you're, you're worthy of things, you know, understanding that regardless of what you look like or what background you have, that you are inherently worthy because you are human and you have a heartbeat and you have all of these, um, you know, all of these things that have come together for your existence and just cherishing that. So when I think of self-love, I think of getting to that place where, you know, without, a doubt that no matter what happens to you, no matter what mistakes you make, that you are worthy and love, like lovable. Um, So I think that to me is what I would identify self-love is you starting with that self-acceptance and then moving into a place of, you know, from more love um, versus just kind of, you know, being at peace or accepting things about yourself. You really truly love them and you love the way that you are and the way that you show up as a friend or a, you know, family member, daughter, wife, whatever you are that you, you see your value um, regardless of those things, but also you see the amazing things you do in those relationships. 
Mm, I love that so much. And I love that you said self-acceptance. That like gave me chills. Um, what do you think, are, what are like some stepping stones that listeners can take to that self-acceptance? Like, or should they be journaling? Should they say affirmations? Like what would be your top tool? I would say that it's actually a really similar process as you would for manifesting things. Mm. So maybe just kind of identifying you know, what does self-acceptance look like if it were in your life? You know, what is that next level self and this person has confidence and loves themselves or, or maybe you're just trying to get to a place of acceptance and they, you know, your next level self accepts who they are. Um, and journaling, what does that look like? How do you interact with your friends, your family? What kind of boundaries do you set as a result of that? What, you know, things do you remove from your life? And just getting crystal clear on what it is that you hope to have as a, as a, you know, result of self-acceptance or self-love. So starting there and then affirmations are seriously, I personally think they're life-saving. Um, I've had my therapist tell me stories about, you know, having patients who were really in dark places and it was through repeated affirmations that they were able to get to a better place just by rewiring their brain. Um, so yeah, writing those affirmations. One of mine is, you know, I'm whole, healed, and happy. I write that one every single day because for a long time, my limiting belief was that I was damaged goods or that I had, you know, too much emotional baggage. And so now I, I remind myself that I'm whole, I'm healed, and I'm happy. And that has been so crucial for me reaching that next level in my confidence journey. Um, and then I would, I would do a little bit of like acting as if, like sometimes you just have to walk down a hallway and you walk with confidence and you kind of like strut your stuff. Like <laughs> I always think of that Cheetah Girls song where they're like, you got to strut like you mean it. Love do Cheetah it. Like, Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Cheetah Girls so much. Um, but you just have to like take five seconds and just walk with, you know, your shoulders back and your your back straight and your head held high and feel what it feels like to walk with confidence. And you can do little things like that, acting as if, you know, setting a boundary or um, telling, you know, your crush that you like them. Little things or that's kind of a big thing, but <laughs> things like that that you can take on um, and confidence will come as a result of that and self-love will come as a result of that. So that's where I would start, my, like, my top tips. Mm, that's so good. And I love the idea of like just starting to act as if before it even happens. Like fake it till you make it, but I don't like the idea of like being fake. Like be be genuine about it. Um and that's why I love to talk about like personal growth and manifestation through travel because when you're so out of your normal element, you can be whoever you want to be. And I think that's the best time to like quantum shift to become your next level self, to become confident to love yourself fully and just experience what that like maybe for a weekend maybe for a week and then come home and see how you how different you feel um yeah because it's just like you have to assume those feelings before you'll actually know what that feels like totally I um I actually have a self-love workbook that I have on my website and one of the exercises that I have people do is it's called confidence for a day and you literally for one single day are not allowed to do um or participate in any negative self-talk you're only going to say encouraging things and you're going to do something that you 
um, you know, picked out as something that your next level self would do in that day. And it's all about that activity of, you know, removing those barriers that usually keep us from being confident and committing to one single day. I mean, the day is going to pass anyways, like, Mm -hmm. you might as well feel good about yourself. So I think that's an exercise I fall back on all the time is, you know, acting as if and feeling, giving myself like this challenge almost of like, okay, so for, you know, one hour, I'm just going to give myself love and I'm going to write affirmations and say them back to myself and hype myself up in the mirror and then go about my day. Um, And it's so crucial for just your personal growth and, you know, developing that sense of self-love. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'll link that workbook in the show notes so you guys can grab it from her website. Um, And I love that idea so much because it, like, if you set this crazy goal for yourself, let's say you're like, okay, every day I'm going to start with this morning routine and you've never done it before. And you're like, I'm going to challenge myself to like 21 days. That's a lot to commit to. But if you can commit to like one day, challenging yourself for just one day, you can do that. You can tackle that slowly, but surely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes you just got to make small commitments to yourself in order to make big progress. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just taking that step. And I think doing it for one day um, is, or, you know, if you're struggling during your work day, do it for one shift of your, you know, work schedule. Like, that's all it takes. You just got to start somewhere and you got to start showing the universe that you're serious about manifesting these feelings of confidence and self love. Yeah. And speaking of manifestation, I want you to give us the lowdown on like worthiness. So feeling deserving, feeling worthy of your manifestation. Okay. So I will use my dating example because I think this was the most (laughs) eye-opening experience for me. Um, So when I started dating again, when I was single, so um, my last relationship, I ended was probably about two years ago, um, around the same time I started in therapy, incidentally. Mm-hmm. And when I left that relationship, I really felt so defeated. And I had all of these like stories that I kept replaying in my head about, you know, men <laughs> being trash and like, mm-hmm. um, you know, men just will never, like a man's never going to want to stay with me. And all of these things that I clung to and feeling just so deeply unworthy of love. And then when I got to that point where I felt like, you know, on a therapeutic level, I was healed. I wasn't really, you know, hurt over what happened with my past relationship. Um, I realized that those stories were still there. Like, it didn't heal my, my limiting beliefs. It didn't remove my limiting beliefs, even though I no longer felt any pain about that, you know, that past situation. So I would say when I would be after, um, my ex, I would just attract these people that were like, just not good for me. They you know, <laughs> didn't have a lot going for them or they were like total assholes. I hope it's okay if I swear, but oh, like, yeah. <laughs> total assholes and just like, just not quality guys. And so that would just continue my, my um, spiraling of like, I'm unworthy of love. I'm never going to have someone that loves me. Everyone's going to leave me. Like this, it just becomes my life now because it's all that I'm telling myself. So of course that's all that I'm going to experience. So if you are feeling unworthy in an area of your life, you have to admit to yourself that that's, or, you know, a result of about those limiting beliefs that you're telling yourself and also the situations that you attract that confirm those beliefs 
are because that's the energy you're giving out. Those are the vibes that you're giving out. And when I really came to grips with the fact that I'm worthy of love and I'm worthy of a man that stays and that, you know, I shouldn't anticipate worst case scenario every single time I go on a date. That's when I met someone that was compatible with me. That was when I met someone that hit every single thing that I wanted on my list. Um, but it was up until then, all I kept doing was manifesting people that proved myself right. So mm -hmm. I think that's something to consider if you really want high vibe friends, but you're feeling unworthy of them, or you are telling yourself that you're never going to find friends or people suck. Like, of course, that's what the universe is going to provide. That's the energy that you're giving out. So, like, that's my biggest thing when it comes to unworthiness is it not only makes us feel crappy, but it also just continues to attract some of those crappy situations in our life. So when we really can get to that place of feeling valuable and worthy, that's when the manifestations switch. And that's when they become that next level self that you're craving um, versus the same old story that you're currently living in. Yeah, definitely. I always say that the universe meets you where you're at. So if you're high vibe, high flying, always looking at the overview, the big picture, the universe is going to meet you at that big picture. If you're focusing on ding, no guy's going to love me. No guy's going to hang around. You're going to find guys who don't love you, who don't want to hang around. So I love that you gave that example because it's so true. Like the universe is never going to give you something you can't handle, but it's also going to meet you where you're at. So it might challenge you a little bit, but it wants you to grow and show you that where you're at needs to change. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because I just remember feeling so like distraught every time something didn't happen either that way that I wanted to when I was dating. And like, honestly, that was the universe telling me, like challenging me, you know, forcing me to grow and revalue or reexamine my value system and what I valued about myself. So totally, I agree. You just, the universe is going to meet you where you are and it's going to match what you're, you know, what you're given out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, when we're in those moments of like self-doubt and feeling unworthy, what are some action steps that we can take to curb that? There are so many. I think the biggest one is to fall back on those stories that we have where we proved ourselves wrong. I yes. have yet to meet somebody who doesn't have one of these stories. We've all been terrified to do something or nervous to, you know, speak in front of a class or go on a first date and it turned out great. Like we have all of these stories that counteract what we feel about ourselves or what we, you know, are doubting about ourselves, but we so often like stick those in a box and then never open it. Like it's almost, you know, we're afraid to have confidence in ourselves. We don't want to come off as arrogant or, um, you know, cocky or too confident. So we don't allow ourselves to feel good about things that, um, that have happened or good about things that we we did right so look back at your experiences if you're really nervous about going on like a first date think of all the times where you've met new people and it's gone great or think of the times where you have gone on a first date and you know you you did great you had fun it was not as stressful and just remember those times where you proved yourself wrong or your worst fears did not come true so that's like probably the first step. And I think the second one's going to go back to some really like intense journaling. I think you need to spend some time 
writing out those doubts and then writing affirmations to replace them and just being honest with yourself. Sometimes we don't fully admit things to ourselves and that hinders our growth. Sometimes we don't want to admit that we have doubts that this is going to work out or that's going to happen. And so we keep those feelings. They're still there, but they're so pushed back that we don't have a chance to work through them. So when you're journaling, be honest, be brutally honest. And then you have the opportunity to counteract those things. And then you have the opportunity to build affirmations from those things to replace that limiting belief or those self-doubts. Those are both so important. And everybody who works with me knows I love having backup stories. It's like my favorite thing to back up any moment when you're in doubt or worried or yeah, just any of that. It's so, so important to look back at the times where you proved everything wrong and go forward with that mentality. It's like, why would you not want to go forward? Like, why would you want to go forward thinking you're going to fail? That logic just never makes sense to me. Thinking that like, oh, I'm going to try to manifest this, but it probably won't happen. Like what? That just doesn't make sense to me. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Sometimes too, when we're going into new experiences, I like to draw on the fact that, you know, nothing new is under the sun. Like everyone has experienced these feelings of insecurity or or doubt, you know, and people have time and time again, risen above that and manifested some great things or accomplished great things. And so um, I look to people that inspire me and realize that they have felt how I have felt because we're all beginners at some point. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just important to realize that there is always success. There's always, you know, an unlimited amount of success and abundance in your way as soon as you let go of those self-doubts that might tell you otherwise. Yeah. And I, my personal belief is that there's either success or there's a lesson. I don't really believe in the idea of a failure because anything that is perceived as a failure is really just something you can learn and grow from. Whenever I'm in a shitty mood, I'm like, okay, what lesson can I take out of this? When something doesn't work out, I'm like, okay, what's the lesson behind this? If it starts raining before I come inside, I'm like, what's the universe trying to tell me? Um, And just finding those moments of knowing that you're worthy of the success and you're also worthy of the lesson. And when you hide it behind doubt, I think that you find yourself unworthy of the success or the lesson. And that's sad because you should want the success and you should want to grow. And when we're just scared and doubt and lying to ourselves, it just holds us back. Yeah, absolutely. The, you know, the more honest we can be with ourselves, the more we can grow and the faster we can grow. Because if you're not, you know, owning your own self-doubts and admitting that they're there, then you just continue to delay the process. So yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, that's a lesson I kind of learned recently. I would say I set the intention to be more honest, not this new moon, but the last new moon. And just being more honest with myself and where I'm at and where I want to go and kind of opening myself up to seeing those limiting beliefs again, because sometimes we don't actively work on them when we need to be. And so it's like unraveling this level of honesty is so important. It's like, 
the more honest you are, the more relatable you are, the more vulnerable you can be. So people can meet you with where you're at and help lift you up. And, and for me, being a Capricorn, we love to suppress our feelings, but opening up about my feelings allows help. It allows miracles. It allows me to grow and learn. And so I think it's important to be brutally honest. And I love that you mentioned that. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's just a key to moving forward. As soon as you can be honest with yourself, you can create sustainable growth. Otherwise, everything else is built on this like kind of rock, you know, not a rock solid foundation. It's like building things on this uneven foundation because you haven't really dealt with that inner issue. Yeah, definitely. I think this is a conversation more people need to have because we don't really talk about honesty. I mean, we talk about honesty in relationships in our society, but that's it. We never talk about honesty with ourselves. And uh, when I think back to like some of the stuff that happened to me in high school and just like back to even when I had an eating disorder, like the surface level was, yeah, I wanted to be skinnier, but deep down, there was so much more that I was just lying to myself about. And I think once we uncover that, there's just so much we can learn and grow from. And I wish more people had this kind of conversation. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, so for everyone listening, just I really recommend doing this honest journaling prompt where you don't hold back and you don't try and censor your thoughts. You just write everything down. You take a second, you reread it, and then you let it, you know, I like to do some deep breathe, like deep breathing exercises. Mm. Um, just to calm myself down and get me into like a really zen and connected space. And then I start rebuilding. Like I start from there. I'm like, okay, I acknowledge that this is how I'm currently limiting myself mm. and I'm going to move forward intentionally to heal, resolve, and, you know, propel myself forward. Mm, I love that. Do you have like a specific journal prompt that you like to follow for feeling worthy or just kind of a free write? I do a lot of free writing. Um, I usually like would have a client go back to that, you know, what does confidence look like in my life? So they mm -hmm. find it very inspiring for a lot of people. Um, and then one thing that I would add to any of your free writing journal prompts or, or whatever it is that you're doing um, is one of my favorite things is to be like, okay, how can I step into this next level stuff today? What are five things that I can do to feel more confident today? And just start with like really small things, like wearing that new outfit that you're a little nervous about, but you really like, or, you know, setting that boundary with your friends or things like that. You can start to identify by asking yourself that at the end of all of your journal prompts or your journal sessions, just you know, okay, I've identified this is where I want to be. How can I take steps to do that today? Like, what can I do today? Because sometimes our next level selves are, feel so far away. Like, I know that, you know, I, if I want to do something that's really big and scary to me, I feel like it's so far removed, but I can take steps today to get a little bit closer. So I would recommend doing that as like a little journal prompt at the end of any of your you know, kind of vision board sessions too, or anytime that you are talking about your next level self. Yeah, that's great advice. Um, especially like having those action things you can do after because I, even I'm guilty of this. Sometimes I will just do like my morning pages that I faithfully do. I talk about everywhere. Everybody here should know what morning pages are from me by now. But <laughs> 
after I do them, sometimes they'll be like rants. Like I'll have a weird dream. I'll wake up in a weird mood and I'll get it all out. But then I won't be like, okay, how can we turn this around? Like, yeah, I'll be in a good mood after, but I won't have those like action steps that could move me forward even further. So that's really great advice. So you guys write down those action steps that also kind of leads to inspired action. You're like, okay, this is where I'm at, but this is where I want to go. And that's super powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, um, I'm a big believer in inspired action. And I think yeah. the more in tune you are with yourself, the more you'll be able to feel those tugs from the universe to do things. Um, that's actually how I started my like confident strut thing because I just felt like this pull to like walk down this hallway with confidence and I did it and so now that's been part of my routine um whenever I'm feeling those those negative emotions creeping in I'm like nope I'm going to do this because I was truly led there by the universe to do as a way to pick my spirit back up so yeah the more in tune you are with yourself the more in tune you are with the universe and you're going to be able to pick up on those those prompts to do some inspired action. So good. Okay. What's your most powerful manifestation hack? Ooh, this is such a good question. So I'll try and like, I'll go a different route with this one. Okay. Um, I'm someone that I'm pretty high vibe most of the time, but when I'm not, and I'm struggling with low vibe, low energy, um, my most powerful like manifestation hack is laughter. Like, I will literally watch Saturday Night Live skits or something really stupid on YouTube, <laughs> and I start laughing, and I swear, like, my energy just goes from, you know, non-existent to full and abundant just by laughing, and I think little things like that are so within our power to do. It's not hard to find stupid things to laugh out on YouTube or, right. you know, funny movies to watch. But when we are making time for joy, like not even just happiness, but joy, which I associate mostly with laughter, mm-hmm. um, our vibe is going to be so high and we're going to be able to attract more things because we're joyful. We have that, that happiness and that, you know, inner glow that's going to attract things to us. So I always tell people like, laughter should be part of your day-to-day like you should be laughing you should be having like you know finding things funny because it is so cathartic to laugh like to have a really good laugh um and experience that that just utter joy um so that's that'd be like my most powerful manifestation hack I know it's like a little different I'm not you know telling (laughs) you to journal I'm just telling you to laugh like truly enjoy finding things humorous and hilarious and you're just going to be a difference in your vibe when you intentionally, you know, find things that are funny to you. I have literally a saved collection on my Instagram for memes. And it's like my go-to. I'm like, oh, starting to flip. Gotta go back to the meme folder. And like, I'll just go through and I'll laugh. And then my spirit is like instantly lifted. Um, so that's my manifestation hack for raising your vibe is just look for things that make you laugh, make you happy, make you smile even. Um, and that's going to be something that will transform your attitude really quickly. Mm-hmm. That's so funny because I knew you're going to say that. <laughs> I remember in Greece, yeah. you mentioned that was like the number one thing for you was laughter. Um, so I love that. You guys, if you need a funny video, all you need to do is go oh to God. YouTube and search Shrek is love and your day <laughs> will be made. <laughs> oh my gosh. My favorite video. Okay, it's definitely not PG-13. This is more of a rated R situation, but okay. Totally, yes. You guys but just we corrupted. 
<laughs> poor Hannah, like one of the oh. girls that was on the grace retreat with us. She's yeah. so amazing, but she has never seen it. And so we had to like introduce her to it. And now mm-hmm. Hannah sends like more Shrek memes yeah. than any of us in her group chat. Like I she's love corrupted, <laughs> but yeah, just find something funny. Like the internet has something for everyone, for every sense yes. of humor. So just laugh. That's something that has been really transformative in my life when like regardless if I was intentionally manifesting or not, um, just due through hard times, like I really loved comedy and really um appreciated having, you know, a laugh for one minute even. It's just it really makes a big difference in my day and I think other people as well. Yeah. So what's made you laugh today? We were at this baby shower and we had it's at my work um and a lot of the guys came that are my coworkers, and so they've never been to like a baby shower mm. and they're just so like they're so ridiculous I almost feel like like how how have you made it this far with like such <laughs> little common sense so we were doing the game where you know like you wrap you get like the string and you're supposed to guess how big her baby bump is Oh. And so the guy like cut it the wrong way. So I kid you not, like the string was probably like six inches. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> how do you like, how have you made it so oh. far in your life? And it's done so many incredible things, but like can't handle like a baby shower game. Or like don't know the difference between like a bib and a rattle. Like just, just like, so, <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys are so ridiculous, but it was super fun. And I love getting to laugh with people that, I interact with daily because it's just kind of like bonds you almost. Yeah. Um, also, if you're like, if you like Saturday Night Live, there's this hilarious video with um, Margot Robbie's in it and they're doing a live report. So it's all you have to search. It's like Margot Robbie SNL live report. It's hilarious. I laugh every time I watch it. So that's like my go-to. Okay. I'm going to watch that after this. Something that made me laugh today so I was on Instagram this morning and I saw one of those posts where it's like flashing a bunch of different things and you like screenshot for your message. And so I like screenshotted to see what it would land on. Cause it's like going through all these different cards. And the one I got was like water or something like I needed to reconnect with water and I'm such an earth sign. And so I was like, Oh my God. Okay. I guess. And I didn't really do anything in water. I guess I did my bath ritual this morning and I was drinking water, but that was it. And it was raining all day. I didn't go outside. And when I finally did go outside, I went to the gym. And when I got home, as soon as I parked, it starts pouring rain, like heavy rain. The second I put my car in park and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, okay, (laughs) universe, I hear you. I guess I will get in this water. And I just start laughing in my car because it was so ridiculous. And as soon as that happened, it stopped raining. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) So that was, I feel like the universe has like a really good sense of humor. Like, oh, it's the things that the signs and the way that they come into your life. I'm like, really? Like, yeah. So, that's so funny okay the last thing I want to ask you to share before we go is do you want to just share uh, about some of the things you've manifested because uh, we've been working together for quite some time and I know you've manifested so many so many things and I'd love for you to share because I think it'd be super inspiring for the listeners yeah so um, I've obviously shared about my relationship um, I'm 
I've kind of touched on manifesting like a high vibe group of friends and that's something that has really come into fruition 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 mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying fruition okay. yes. you guys get the point yes <laughs> it feels really awkward to say that but you know what I'm talking <laughs> about so it's something that I've really noticed happening in my life that's how I'm gonna phrase it um is I'm just kind of attracting new friendships or old friendships that I've really missed um and I think like I said the having you know manifestations about people come to your reality and be your be your reality is so cool because um you know people are obviously so valuable and amazing and so having people that think like you and and fill your circle um mm-hmm. is awesome so i've had some of those like i've made probably like four or five new friends in um my new circle and they are all high vibe and interested in the universe and and have like these characteristics of friends that I really value and want. So if you're someone that is kind of going through that like post-college beginning work field mm-hmm. situation and you're like feeling like you don't have the same amount of friends or you're not seeing friends or people are in different spots than you, you can absolutely manifest friends. Um, I've gotten like the perfect Louboutins because yes. you actually were the one who warned me. You were like, Louboutins <laughs> are so tiny. And so they I just are. was like, ordering them online because I don't apparently want to go to any stores but <laughs> I ordered them and online and I was like I'm gonna take a guess and they were perfect like I could not have That's asked awesome. for a better fit and they're gorgeous um I've manifested a ten thousand dollar raise Ooh. I didn't actually I told myself the amount of money that I wanted to make um I didn't think that I would be making that at my current job but um I went and you know, had gone an offer at another job. And then when I put in my two weeks, they made a counter offer and gave me every single thing that I had ever wanted in a job and the one that I already had and loved. So that was super cool. I've um, manifested like free movie tickets. I've manifested a random $400 once. <laughs> like oh. totally. Yeah. It was like, oh, by the way, like you're supposed to get this um, $400 check for this thing that you're paying for. And I was like, what? So I ended up getting like a free phone too because of it. So it was really cool. Um, yeah, I've, I've had a lot of really cool manifestations. Um, one, oh, I went to the pumpkin patch, which sounds so lame, but I have been Love holding this. on to this dream for years and I finally went this weekend. Um, and that was super fun. And I've like, I've manifested traveling. Like I've been all over the world in the last year. Um, went to Ireland, went to Greece, went to Iceland. So, so many Iceland. cool travels and opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Iceland. Oh, Poland. Yeah. Poland. Poland. Oh, I don't even want to mention that on my list. <laughs> I'm having like bad, like flashbacks to that. But um, I've told, like I've had seat upgrades. I've had like empty rows on planes, which is like mm. the ultimate luxury yes. to me. So yeah, lots of small things, lots of big things, and I'm super excited for the manifestations to come especially since you know I'm taking that next step and going and more into the educational aspect of law of attraction love it love you love all of it so much (laughs) and it's just been so fun getting to work with you and watch you grow and watch all the crazy things you manifest and it truly shows that like when you are living life at a high vibe 
it's so simple. Like everything just flows. And I think when you're in your highest alignment, that's when you manifest like the random $400, like the random checks, the refund checks, the bonuses. That's when you're just like flying high. I love that so much. Yeah. And I honestly, working with you has just taken me to that next level in my life in so many capacities. So I know that I got a lot of value from your podcast, but now that I'm in your, one of your programs, like I continue to learn new things from you. And so I'm going to continue to be able you know, widen my, my reach of manifestations and can like stay at that consistent high vibe that I love. Um, so yeah, honestly, working with you has <laughs> changed my life. I've told you that a million times yes. and I will continue telling oh. you that, but yeah, it's, it's so crazy the before and after of, you know, intentional manifestation in my life. Mm, I love it. I love you. It makes me so happy. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so what a good juicy episode full of love and laughter. I love it so much. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and sharing all of your lovely knowledge with us today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's just, like I said, dream come true getting to be interviewed on your podcast. I'm so excited. Yay. Okay, where can the girls find you? Um, so the best way to connect with me is on Instagram. And my handle is cheers to a good life underscore. Um, and then you can also hang out with me on the web at um, cheers to a good life.com. And those are the two best ways to connect with me. I'm always on Instagram. So DM me, tell me about your day. I'm really chatty and I like <laughs> meeting new people. So um, yeah, that's the best way to connect with me. Perfect. And we will have that all linked in the show notes. Becca will have her podcast up booming and ready on all platforms very soon. So really excited for you guys to dig into that as well. We'll keep you updated. So yeah, right, thank Becca. you so much. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Okay. I will talk to you soon. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for diving in and getting your daily dose of personal development with the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. If you loved this episode, leave a rate and review on iTunes. For notes, details, and more information, check out MichaelaJ.com. See you next week.